Hello, my beautiful friend, and welcome to the Mind Body Alignment Podcast. I'm your host, Tessa Romero, and also your coach. I'm here to teach you powerful skills and tools to not only know who you are, but how to become exactly who you want to be with a mindset that finally supports you. I'm so grateful that you're here. Let's get started. Oh my goodness, the podcast is popping. Look at us freaking go. What are we on, like six weeks in a row right now? Maybe not the same day every week, but that's okay. That's okay. Efforts over outcomes. It's been there every week. This is amazing. I told you my goal this year is to really focus on pouring into the podcast, staying very consistent with it. And so far I've been doing it and that feels good. So I hope that whatever goals you've set for yourself this year, you are putting in the effort that it takes um, to just feel proud of your efforts. It doesn't have to be the exact outcome that you thought like, oh, I'm going to do it every Wednesday. Like, well, no, maybe it happens on a Thursday, but you still got it done. And that's amazing. So efforts over outcomes. This episode, we are focusing on healing. That's right. Healing the exhaustion and overwhelm that you experience in motherhood. Sheesh, it's good. It's quite the freaking topic. I know. Um, but because the podcast is popping and we have some new friends here, I want to be able to introduce myself and then we're going to dive into this. So my name is Tessa Romero and I'm the leading voice changing the narrative in motherhood. I equip mothers with the skills and tools that we need to heal our past experiences so that we no longer project our hurt onto our kids. And I just think about like, if my mom had these skills and tools and resources um, at the time and they were just like flashing in her face, like I imagine my reels flashing in your face <laughs> all the time, I just imagine my childhood going a little bit differently. I imagine her feeling differently and feeling more empowered. And I just want that for all of us. So when I say projecting our hurt onto our kids, I'm speaking from personal experience of being the child that that received that. And maybe you know what that feels like too. And now I'm just the really big advocate of seeing motherhood as our saving grace, not the thing that forces us to project. Um, but I really have been able to turn my past pain into my present purpose and create courses and content that have changed the lives of thousands of women from all over the world. It is such beautiful work. Um, and I believe that this work we're doing is freaking hard. It is so righteous. Um, and it's undeniably important. So if you are in this with me or in it to win it, let's freaking dive in. So the first thing that we're going to do is talk about where I was at five years ago. If you're not familiar with my story, there's a lot to it. (laughs) And there's a lot about me that people don't see on Instagram. And that's honestly just because I have not found the right way. I don't feel like I know how to share those parts of my story in a, a format like that, if that makes sense. I I know how to do mindset swaps. I know how to do coaching in 20 to 45 second videos. I can swap your thoughts on my Instagram story. I can give you a mindset challenge. I can shift perspectives. I am so gifted and talented at finding perspectives that are often missed and I love it. To me, it's like solving like a Rubik's cube. It's just so freaking fun. Um, And I just, I don't know how to share my story in tiny little snippets like that. So there is a lot to my story. And I want you to know that I do this work on purpose with extreme intention. And I feel very passionate about it because I've lived through it too. I know what it's like to feel suffocating anger. I know what it's like to feel just extreme exhaustion and overwhelm coming from your own mind, truly. But it's, but it feels like in the moment you are so valid. It feels like in the moment that it's coming from everywhere and everyone else. It's because your kids fight you on putting on their shoes. It's because your spouse didn't take out the trash. Like he said he would. It's because your boss asked you to come in on your day off. It's because 
um, someone hasn't apologized to you. It's because someone got the promotion and you didn't. That's why we're feeling angry. That's why we're feeling exhausted. That's why we're feeling overwhelmed. And that's just not the case. And that's not what I wanted to hear five years ago. So <laughs> let me tell you, let me tell you really how I got here. Because I truly believe that nobody should be left to feel the way that I did five years ago. No one deserves to feel stuck with their hurt and forced to project that onto their kids. And that was honestly my biggest fear. Five years ago, I was pregnant with my first son and my biggest fear was projecting all of my anger, overwhelm and exhaustion that I felt was I was constantly experiencing um, and projecting that onto him. And I hadn't even met him yet. I had not even met my son yet. I was pregnant with him. And it was just the idea. The idea of treating my son the way that I was treating my mom and even my husband was excruciating to me. That was just an excruciating idea. And the idea of him and I having a relationship like the one I had with my mom at that time was just completely unacceptable to me. I looked at that relationship. I looked at the way I was treating my mom, the way I thought about my mom, the way I cringed when the phone went ring or there was a text like, and now I have this baby on the way and he's my baby. And it's, do I want that? How would I feel if that was my relationship with him? And it Oh gosh, those were just some really, really tough perspectives for me to explore. But in exploring them, it really pushed me into my healing journey. And that's how I got started. So, you know, I saw where I was at and I decided to get to work and I started right where I was at, which was freaking pissed. (laughs) I started this work feeling freaking pissed, guys. Oh my gosh, I was literally tangled in the feelings of anger because of what life had done to me and how unfair I perceived it to be. I was feeling like complete exhaustion from constantly battling the negative and hurtful thoughts in my mind. And then I felt overwhelmed because when I looked at my circumstances, I had zero belief in my ability to overcome them. So I truly believed that I would always be stuck there. And then my first pregnancy was that huge turning point for me. And like I said, and there was this moment specifically that I want to be able to share today because it truly changed my life and I really haven't shared about it at all. Um, But there was this moment like specifically that shook me to my core. And the best way for me to explain what happened in that moment was it felt like this guardian angel came down, grabbed my shoulders and shook me so hard back and forth, just shaking, shaking me. And she's saying, wake up. Look at what you're doing. You are going to lose him. And my, that's, that's the way I felt like, just like, just shook. (laughs) And these messages coming in of like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? What am I doing? So in this moment I was doing um, what was really normal for me at the time. And that was picking a fight with my husband. Yeah. I was like really good at that. (laughs) And it's still an occasional tendency that I catch myself and I check myself quickly because I know where it comes from. And it's definitely not my husband. He's not the reason why I'm doing it. But Anyway, I pick a fight with my husband and then I'm blaming him for the entirety of the problem. Whatever the problem is, whatever the issue, whatever the tension in my mind about what's going on, it is entirely his fault. And I would blame him for everything. Um, And it's like, you know, how could any of that have anything to do with me? Duh. Has to all be him. I don't know if you ever think that way, but I totally was. Um, And then I would pursue to like really hit him where it hurt him the most. And that was my go-to skill of ignoring and this, oh my gosh, this would hurt my husband so bad when I would do it. Um, and I think about just the way I was treating him and it was just so unfair and so unkind, but you know, I know why I did it. But anyway, when I tell you, 
um, that this was a skill of mine, I mean it. I mean that I was incredibly skilled at this. Um, and some examples of that, like when it was any like relationship or really anything in my life felt hard, I would ignore it. So I would ignore my mom for months. Like there was conflict. I would just ignore that relationship for months. There was a time I didn't talk to my sister for a whole freaking year. She didn't even go to my high school graduation because we weren't talking at the time. And I ignored her for a whole year. And I brought this destructive coping mechanism um, into my marriage and at times would go days, literally days without talking to my husband, which was something that hurt him really badly. And when I tell you that hurt people hurt people, I'm saying that from personal experience, not just because I have this very gracious way of viewing other people. I have an empathetic view of other people because I know what it's like to be the hurt person hurting people. And now I'm so per- I'm so purposeful and passionate in the work that I do and intentional about the messages that I share with you and the way that I do it because I really believe that healed people heal people. And once you get into that realm of life, once you start living your life that way, you will never go back. It's it's remarkable. Um, but anyway, this specific fight that I had picked was different. <laughs> Um, and I wouldn't even be able to tell you what, what, what the fight was about because I'd allow the smallest things an untrue narrative in my mind to upset me. I don't know if you guys do that, but like something so, so small, truly like, you know, maybe you're not in the heat of the argument right now. Take a step back. Have you ever felt just like so triggered over something that you know is so small and your mind is telling you this narrative that you know, now that you're not in it in the middle of it, is untrue, but you completely saw it as factual in that moment. Like, my husband doesn't care. I have to do everything. He doesn't do anything. We have this narrative going on, and it is, it is just so destructive. Um, but anyway, I, uh, I did that. And then, you know, I don't, I don't really know what happened in the kitchen at that time. We were renting a small house together. This was our third year of marriage. I was pregnant with our first son. And I just remember that happened in the kitchen of the little house that we were renting for the first, we stayed there the first five years of our marriage, but this was year three because it was right before Liam was born. Um, but he, this, this time was different. It was different because for the first time in our three years of marriage, my husband said something to me that he's never said before. And this, this thing that he said, it brought my way of life to a screeching halt, a screeching halt. And it's just one of those moments, like you, you've got to know what I'm talking about. Like one of those moments where it finally becomes so clear that you, you are the source of tension and conflict. And all of a sudden a mirror pops up where the other person was like one standing and you're left pointing the finger at yourself. So just imagine you are pointing the finger at your spouse and he just disappears and this mirror pops up and you are pointing a finger at yourself. And it's that moment that you just have such clarity and this huge realization that you're that source of tension. You are the source of conflict. You are the one that needs to really do some inner work. And that's where I was at. Um, and in that moment, you know, I was about to do my, I was about to begin my ridiculous day long, however long I would go, ignoring streak. And he said, this is the thing that literally changed my entire life. He said, what? You're just not going to talk to me for three days. And it wasn't just what he said. It was the way that he said it. It was the way that his demeanor changed. It was the way that things just felt so cold between us in that moment. And that feeling of coldness was the exact opposite thing that I was trying to get. 
I was trying to get love. I was trying to get acceptance. I was trying to get validation and belonging and connection because those things had been missing from me as a child for a very long time. And the ways that I knew how to do that, the ways that I knew how to communicate, like, oh, this, this made me mad. I don't like that. So I need to show them that this upset me by ignoring them. That's what I knew how to do. And that's what I would do. But that's very unhealthy. Just because you're doing what you know how to do does not mean that it's healthy to do it. It means that you are at the place that you need to start at and we need to gain more skills and tools to stop doing that. Because in that moment, when my husband said that, it was like I felt flooded with fear. I felt terrified. I truly felt like, oh my gosh, I'm going to lose him. That guardian angel that came down and said, like, you are going to lose him. It just was so clear to me. If I keep doing this, I will not have this dreamy guy, this wonderful life with him. I mean, when I tell you my husband is absolutely perfect for me, I could not even imagine a better person for me from the very beginning. Guys, when I told my husband everything, like... I don't know if you guys had a conversation like this before you got married, but I thought it to be necessary. I'm like, okay, this guy needs to know all of my mistakes, (laughs) all of the demons in the closet, all of my shame. He needs to know all of it because he is so pure. He is so good. He's just so, he's gentle and he's, he's just loving. Like he loves me for who I really am. And I had this story in my head that, well, he wouldn't love me this much if he knew everything that I had done and the mistakes that I've made and what I've been through and what's happened to me, he wouldn't love me this much if, if that was, if he knew. So I cried my eyes out, (laughs) bald and bald and bald, because I convinced myself that I was going to do the right thing, which for me was sharing the story, telling him all of it, anything that I felt fearful of him one day finding out, I freaking told him flat out up front, straightforward, because I just didn't want their I didn't want to be in a marriage with this honest, loving, genuine, just selfless person. And then him find out something about me one day that I should have been the one to tell him. So anyway, that was a really hard point for me before Marcus and I were even married. Um, But, you know, balled my eyes out, convinced myself I'm going to do what I consider to be the right thing. And that is tell him everything that I would be afraid of him one day finding out that way. I own my story and I don't have to, I don't have anything to fear. So this is what I'm telling you, like how wonderful my husband is and how perfect he is for me. I sat him down and we were sitting on his bed at the time. And I just say, you know, I have some things that I really feel like I need to tell you. And he's like, okay, (laughs) you know, probably his heart sinks, his stomach's turning. He's like, what is coming? Um, And I just say it all. I talk about it all. I talk about... Um, the choices that I've made, what I've been through. Oh my gosh, the the trauma, the shame, all of it. The drugs that I tried, the people that I slept with, wish I didn't. You know, just the things that I wasn't proud of, of myself at the time. And anything that I just never wanted him to find out from anyone else but me. And I just felt like that was the really respectful thing to do because he's just such a good person. And do you want to know what he said back to me? This is how I knew like God literally made this man for me. (laughs) He said, um, so I tell him everything and he says, my woman trying everything at least once. 
I have never felt so much peace, so much love, so much acceptance, so much just warm, just this warmest embrace in my entire life than that moment. That moment where I laid it all out there, like all of my dirty laundry, everything that I could be judged about, shamed for, all of the things, that was it. I mean, there was no, there was no judgment. It was just, and mind you, like my husband is just the purest guy. Like he's just always had a heart of gold, great intentions, treats everybody with kindness, the most genuine friend you could possibly ever have. He'll call you like you're his childhood friend. You're his adulthood friend. Like he will just keep up with you. He'll call you. He'll see how you're doing. He just genuinely cares. And I want to be more like him. But anyway, that's how he responded. So when he said, you know what, you're just not going to talk to me for three days. I was looking at the actual man of my dreams, the one that I feel God has made for me. And I was forced to see how, I'm treating him and how he just expects me to ignore him. Like he knows the pattern. I'm not fooling anybody. He's figured it out. He hacked the code (laughs) as hard as I might've been. He hacked it. Um, So, you know, I just, in that moment, I just felt completely exposed. I felt called out and ashamed for who I was being as a wife. And there was just no escaping that moment. And I knew I needed to change. You know, I was done being the hurt person hurting people. I was done settling, literally settling for feelings of overwhelm and exhaustion and and building up that narrative in my mind of how my life's just always going to be this way because I've been through X, Y, Z and these people didn't keep me safe and this person did this to me and, you know, I was just the victim in all of it. And that was, that was a narrative in my head. And I just decided that I was fed up with all the feelings of freaking anger. And especially I was done taking it out on people that I knew genuinely loved me, like really genuinely loved me in a way that I've never experienced. (laughs) It was, you know, so I knew I needed to change. So I did the one thing that I knew how to do. I journaled (laughs) and uh, I, I've experienced a lot of hardship and trauma um, in my life, especially as a child. So which landed me in a lot of therapy (laughs) off and on. Um, So I learned this brain dump style method of journaling. And um, from there and in middle school, I remember had a a teacher in middle school and every day in that English class, he made us start the first 10 minutes of class journaling and writing. And I would do the same thing. I'd freaking brain dump in that too. (laughs) So um, I, I did the thing that I thought I knew how to do. I journaled. So I got out my journal, I clicked my pen and I proceeded to spread the dumpster fire going on in my mind onto that piece of paper. (laughs) And my journaling would sound something like, what is wrong with me? I'll never be able to figure this out or be who I want to be. It's not even my fault that I am this way. They're the ones that showed that screwed me up and I'm just left to deal with it. How am I supposed to deal with it? I'm so angry and I know I can do choose to do something different, but I don't, I won't, I'll never change. I don't change and I never will. My mom should have done something differently in the first place. And because she didn't, I'm left to suffer through the anger that's left over. And she doesn't even care. No one cares. Trying to change feels completely pointless because I already know that I'll just go back to doing exactly what I was doing. And I always will. 
And every time I found myself in that downward spiral of negative thoughts, shame for who I was being and guilt for what I had done, I would go do the thing that I thought I knew how to do. The one thing I had always been taught and told to do um, throughout my life when things just felt really unbearable and that was to journal. And I would turn to my journal and I would write some more. And it would sound like I ignored my husband today, like I always do. One day he's going to figure out that he deserves so much better than me and I'll be left alone. Why do I do this? He's the one person in my life that really loves me and I screw it up every single time. It's not fair. I shouldn't have to be this way. (laughs) And no one even recognizes how badly they've hurt me. What they did to me in the past. They all just ignore it like it never happened and I am left to figure it out on my own. I'll never figure it out. And those are my brain dumps. And that's, that's what my journaling sounded like. And yeah, it's like, get the thoughts on paper, dump it all out. But like when there's a freaking dumpster fire in your mind and you have zero sources of empowerment, to me, that just creates more overwhelm, more exhaustion. And that's exactly what it was doing for me. And I didn't even know. I just kept doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it. And I kept feeling worse. I cannot tell you one time that I stood up for my journal after doing that brain dump method, feeling better. I, I wouldn't be able to tell you one single time. Um, but you know, there was one day that I was reaching for my journal to just get it over with. And I noticed that I felt so angry and irritable and truly resentful towards that stupid stack of worthless paper. <laughs> I'm like, here we go again, was what I was thinking about my own journal. I hated, I hated that dang book. I really wanted to toss it into the dumpster fire and watch it burn to ash. <laughs> like that's what I wanted. And then it hit me. My little guardian angel so graciously came back to nudge me (laughs) like, Tess, look again. Look at what you're doing. You can figure this out. And it was just this little faint voice of encouragement. Like one little feeling of warmth. And just that new perspective that says like, okay, I can figure this out. I needed that so badly. And, you know, I was able to look at my journal and I realized how what I was doing could never work. How could that work? I was spending so much time and energy emotionally and mentally exhausting and overwhelming myself with the same thoughts that hurt me and hurt me in the first place. Friends, hear me when I tell you that we as mothers are never going to heal with the same thoughts that hurt us in the first place. It's just, you're not going to do that. So I made a shift in my journaling and I tried again. And when I tried again, I failed. (laughs) And I considered it a fail because I didn't feel better when I finished. So like, yes, I made it to the journal. Yes, I did the thing, but I considered it a fail because I did not feel better. If I felt worse or the same after I finished journaling, then I knew I hadn't found the right way to do it yet. So I tried again and I failed. And I tried again and I failed again. And I tried again And I failed again. (laughs) I wanted to quit. I wanted to quit so badly. I wanted to count myself as the exception. I'm the person that journaling just doesn't work for. I am angry. I am overwhelmed. I am exhausted. I wanted to quit, but I didn't. I didn't allow myself to quit when it felt that hard because I had a wonderful man. Literally the guy that I'm head over heels for. He treats me better than I even knew possible. He is like the shining example of who I would want my son to grow up and be. 
if my, if all three of my boys grew up and they're just exactly like their dad, I would feel so proud. So proud. He is such a good man. I would love for my boys to be just like him. And, you know, now that I love me a lot more, I hope to see lots of me in them too. But, <laughs> um, you know, I, I had this wonderful man and I wanted to show up for him and my son that was growing inside of me. And I wanted to be available for my son, like truly available to connect with, to work through problems together, to, to experience love, to experience motherhood that I believe the way that we're meant to. And they mattered more to me than staying the same. So that's when it hit me. It's like everything finally started to make sense. And I was able to take a few steps back from my journal and see what was happening. The brain dump journaling was not working for me, but it was doing something. I was onto something when I realized how my previous journaling style and mindset were reaffirming who I didn't want to be. Telling myself I am angry definitely wasn't bringing me feelings of peace that I was looking for or forgiveness and healing. That wasn't happening, but it was doing something. It was telling my mind what to look for. The identity of I am angry was commanding my mind to prove it. My identity was commanding my mind what to look for. And you do this every single day. We all do. We do it every single day. Really, let's just spend one minute. Spend one minute writing out the top five common I am statements that you use on every single day. Do they sound like mine? Do they sound like I am overwhelmed? I am exhausted. I am angry. What about I am anxious? I am depressed. I am worthless. I am failing. Just write it out on a piece of paper. Look at what you're working with. I would, I would love for you to just write it on a piece of paper. Spend one minute. What are the top five common I am statements that you use on a daily basis. And really sit with that. Look at it. And ask yourself, is this going to work? Am I going to become who I want to be with this going on in my mind? That, I mean, that's for you to answer. I already have my answer set, but you go ahead and answer that. But, you know, just like you, what you're experiencing right now, I could finally see why this brain dump style of journaling wasn't working and why I most often felt worse when I finished journaling. And, you know, it just sucks to live at the dump. You have a dumpster fire going on in your mind. They're telling you brain dump it onto a piece of paper and you're just living at the dump. <laughs> so I decided to try journaling again. And this time I knew exactly what to avoid doing. And because I knew what not to do, I was able to figure out what to do. You see that? Like I started with failure, lots of it. And that's how I created the alignment journaling course. That's how I created that method. But, you know, for the first time in my life, I sat down with my journal and clicked my pen and I allowed a story to flow that didn't hurt me. I didn't even know my mind could do that. Like truly, I did not know that my mind could come up with a story that didn't hurt me. And I filled that freaking page with truth. And in that truth, I felt my mind accepting this new perspective. It was, it felt like magic. And that's why I'm so hooked on this. To me, this mindset work, it's the jigsaw puzzle. It's like solving a Rubik's cube. I think it's so fun. I think it's so fun because I know what it's like on both sides. And when I felt my mind accepting this new perspective and quieting that internal battle and negative narrative that was causing my feelings of overwhelm and exhaustion, I finally found the thing my mind couldn't argue. 
And I want you to just think about that. Like the feelings of overwhelm and exhaustion that you are experiencing in motherhood, if you want to heal them, you have to actually heal the source of them. The overwhelming, the overwhelming thoughts and the perspectives that hurt you, the stories that you say over and over and over again that belittle you and shame you. Of course we feel so freaking exhausted when all of our self-talk is beating us up. Of course we feel overwhelmed when all of our all of the stories in our mind look at the circumstances of our life without one thought, without one belief in our ability to overcome them, to do something about them. You are so valid. You are so valid in the feelings of exhaustion, the feelings of overwhelm, the feelings of anger. So was I. But you know what? Not all of our thoughts are valid. That's right. Your feelings are valid. Absolutely. We got to feel those suckers. We've got to let them take space. We got to cry, do all the things to feel those feelings. But thoughts are not facts. And it's okay for you to decide what thoughts you do allow space for and energy for and what thoughts you don't. And when you find that truth, like you finally find the thing that your mind can't argue and that's your empowerment and you find that through your truth. And that's exactly what I've been able to help thousands. I'm telling you thousands of women from all over the world do and find through my content and my courses, empowerment. It is not about positivity and bright sides. It's not about never feeling exhausted, never feeling overwhelmed, never feeling angry. I want you to feel all of your feelings. I want you to feel the lows. I want you to feel the highs. I want you to allow your emotions to enrich your human experience because that's what they're here to do. I want you to listen to your feelings as the messengers that they are because they are here to tell you something valuable. I want you to do those things, but I do not want you to look at your thoughts as facts and like, oh, this is just the way that I think. It's the way that I'm always going to think. That's garbage. That goes in the dumpster fire. (laughs) And that is, that's just somewhere else, right? But The empowerment to know that no matter my past, this is the empowerment that I found, that no matter my past, what was done to me, what I've done, or, you know, how I was thinking and how I was feeling about it now, I can choose. I can choose what I do with these pages. And I can choose who I am today. I can choose what I think about my circumstances and and the way I handle them. I can see myself as the wife that leans into communication instead of the wife that ignores. And, you know, I can love. (laughs) And I can be the mother that has a thriving relationship with her children, even if I didn't experience that myself. That's who I can be. And that's what I can have. Because I am empowered. And that changed everything for me. Everything in my life changed when I started to pursue the truth of my empowerment. The undeniable truth. That only I can control me and my past is the exact reason that I am who I am today instead of the thing that keeps me from being who I want to be. We, our mothers, are not going to heal with the same thoughts that hurt us in the first place. But you're also not going to heal by pretending that they're not there and trying to skip over them. You can walk through the hard stuff and in that, in the middle of that hard walk, in the middle of the hard stuff, you will find your empowerment an undeniable truth. 
So after I figured this out for myself, I made a habit. And that has now been the foundation of my mental self-care every single day. I truly didn't even think like to share this method with anybody, but on Instagram, I remember I did a hundred day challenge last year and I wanted to journal every day for a hundred days, like really pick up my habit and make sure I was doing it consistently because it makes such a difference for me. So every day for my hundred days, except on Sundays, I would share a little 15 second clip of me journaling every day. And I would get a message every single day, at least one message saying, how do you journal? What do you journal about? How do you do that? But like, what do you write about? How do you have something to write today when you already wrote yesterday? <laughs> like there was, there was so many questions and I just realized like, oh my gosh, I'm not the only one that wants this tool, right? I'm not the only one that wants this tool and I'm not the only one that just didn't know how to use it. And in that, like I've realized that I'm not alone and we've never been alone. You and me, we've never been alone. We just didn't know there was another way. So now that I have the alignment journaling course and I've dead like, and it, it's just dedicated to healing that narrative that pulls you down and holds you back. So you can heal that exhaustion that comes from battling the negative and hurtful thoughts in your mind. That's where it's coming from. That's really where it's coming from. And you can heal those feelings of overwhelm that come when you lose sight of your own empowerment when looking at your circumstances, just like I, just like I did. I will tell you, I can, I can wholeheartedly tell you that I experience feelings of overwhelm. I do, but I know exactly how to help myself through them. And I experience feelings of fatigue and tiredness and exhaustion. And I feel so empowered in my ability to do something to help myself, do something different, change what needs to be changed, delegate systemize, organize. What do I need to do to help myself? Because I am someone worth helping. And so are you. And you really can. You can join me inside of the alignment journaling course. And together we can recondition your mind to be in alignment with who you want to be, who you're meant to be, who you truly are underneath the hurt and tendencies you adapted to stay safe. Just like I adapted to stay safe. I get it. I get it. I know I have this wild energy and it's contagious and it's lovely and I love my life. I love myself. I love my spouse. I love my kids. I have so much love, but I did not start there. I started with the anger. I started with the overwhelm. I started with the exhaustion. Motherhood was my saving grace. Motherhood. And I believe that for all of us. Motherhood is our chance to be who we want to be for the innocent and pure people that have been given to us. What a gift we have. I know I'm walking my calling and I am doing exactly what I'm meant to do with my life. I now journal daily through every thought, every feeling, every circumstance that I experience because I deserve to not only feel my best, but I also deserve to show up as my best to the people that matter more to me than anything else. And so do you. You deserve healing. You deserve to know that you can do something about that story going on in your mind. The hurtful thoughts, the hurtful narrative, the way that your mind looks at your circumstances and doesn't have one empowered thought about your ability to overcome it, to handle it, to change something. And I'm telling you this right now, I would go through every ounce of hardship that I have been given in my life again and again and again. 
I would fail 100 times over again because now I know. Now I know who it has made me as a leading voice right here on this podcast, on Instagram, in my email, in my courses. For the women that I coach, I am a leading voice and I'm so proud to be. I'm so proud to be. And I know who it's made me as a wife to my husband and a mother in my home. All of, all of my story matters. And it is why I am who I am today. And I'm so grateful. But I want you to start right where you're at. So just remember that this work is freaking hard. It is righteous. And it is undeniably important. You are undeniably important. So when you're ready, you just go ahead and grab that alignment journaling course. And we're going to start working on this together. We're going to start with your identity. I'm going to teach you exactly how to own any single piece of paper that you find (laughs) and fall in love with a stack of valuable paper and know exactly what to do with it. You don't need prompts. You have enough thoughts in your mind. You don't need someone else telling you what to write about. You have enough circumstances that you're going through already. It's there. You just need to learn how to do it. And I will teach you how to do it. Go to alignmentjournaling.com and you can grab your course and I will teach you how to do it. I'm right there with you through the entire process, the entire process. And I'm telling you, it is worth every single second that you spend. And even just five minutes, if you spend five minutes a day, just five minutes a day writing in this way, it's not just about what you write in the paper. It's about how you're training your mind to think. And you will start thinking that way throughout the rest of your day just because you spent five minutes. And you'll fall in love with this process so much that you, are, you will be craving time with your journal, craving more time than just five minutes. But you could start with five. There's nothing wrong with that. Start with five. I think that's awesome. But that's my personal perspective. That's my stance on healing the exhaustion and overwhelm in motherhood. And as always, I hope it served you here, there, back again, tremendously deep, that's how much I want to serve you. So I love you dearly and I will talk with you next week. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode. If you enjoyed the podcast, don't forget to subscribe and share it. I love spreading the message of how positivity can come in so beautifully to help you through your journey of self-discovery and healing. I'm cheering for you. I believe in you and I'll talk to you really soon.